Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, my gardening friends, to another Focal Point Friday episode. Let's spend just a few minutes together reviewing a snippet of information from a previous episode, highlighting a new topic, or quickly focusing on a current event in the food and agriculture world. Let's get down and dirty. So since a lot of us are in our spring planting season or we're getting ready to be there, I thought for this Focal Point Friday, we might go back way back to episode 56 and talk a little bit about the different frost protection options that are out there, whether you are buying something directly from a manufacturer or what kind of options you have for just using found things around your home. Enjoy. As far as I'm concerned, row covers are one of those universally important tools that gardeners can use for any number of tasks. It can be used for season extension, both in covering um, early season plants to get them in the ground earlier, covering late season plants in order to let them stay out in the gardens later. They're also really good for pest control, a lot of the time dramatically reducing anybody's need to use pesticides and also to be used as uh, some shade cloth and some sun protection. But what is row cover? If you've never seen it before, it goes by different names, row cover, floating row cover, um, the frost cloth, um, but it is a sort of spun bonded cover. It is made um, it's a fabric. It's it's lightweight. It is very gauze-like, and it's usually made from polyester or polypropylene. Now, unfortunately, that's one of the things that I dislike about row cover is because it is made from what I consider to be a non-renewable resource. But if you take care of what it is that you buy and you put it away at the end of every season um, or you use it in a suitable situation where you're getting the correct weight for your use, then you should be able to reuse them for many, many seasons before they start to deteriorate and end up having to be thrown away. They range in thickness. So you have a lighter weight fabric that may be really suitable for just an insect cover, whereas you've got a much heavier weight fabric that would be used for a heavy frost cloth. And if you're buying online, generally speaking, you're going to have a pretty good description of what it's supposed to be used for. It'll tell you whether it's lightweight for insect control, if it's a standard grade for general frost protection, whether it's um, a heavier grade for overwintering, maybe in a more moderate climate, and then whether it is the uh, absolute heaviest for heavy freeze protection. And you can layer these as well. Now, one misconception is that there is a very specific way that you are supposed to use row cover. And really, that's not the case. I mean, there's really no one way to use them. It's important to use it in the manner that works best for how you are growing your crops, the time of year, how much maintenance time you can invest, and uh, exactly where it is that you're growing as far as your climate is concerned. Used properly, 
row cover can provide frost protection in the spring and in the fall. It also will support um, rapid plant establishment and growth in the early seasons. So because row cover is a fabric, it does increase both the temperature and the humidity under the cover. And the amount of insulation that the plants get is going to depend on the weight of the row cover. You've heard me talk before about using row cover to protect from insects. But the fact that I did have to remove those row covers during the middle part of the season because it was just getting too hot. But they are a much better option than not having anything at all. So one of the ways that you can use row covers in the spring when you've got um, the uh, the little little plants that you have just transplanted, um, you can just drape them over top. We, we call it a floating row cover because it's just kind of sitting there floating on top of the plants. You want to just drape them over and you don't really need to have any kind of a frame for that. Uh, you do need to weigh down the row cover, so you should use bricks or, or stones. There's also garden staples that you can buy. You can um, use sandbags. You can use just about anything that is going to weight down that cover and keep it from blowing away. So if you're looking for something to protect from frost that maybe isn't one of these, these poly covers, um, what alternatives do you have? You can use plastic coverings that you may already have, um, tarps, sheets from, you know, old sheets from, from your house, anything that you can use to sort of protect the plants, but you really only want to use them um, overnight or in times when the temperature is going to drop below freezing. You can double layer these alternative materials if it's going to get really, really cold. But just make sure that, number one, you're weighing them down to the ground to keep the wind from blowing them around and also to keep the heat from escaping. If you're using any kind of a plastic material, make sure that your plant leaves aren't coming in direct content with the material because that can actually lead to injury. And then make sure that you go back out there and you take off any of the blankets or the plastic coverings or the tarps off of your plants during the day. So almost anything that you have around the house, sheets, tarps, plastic, you know, drop cloths, whatever, you can use um, as season extension but you just have to consider the material that you're using and make sure that you are protecting the plants from that material if necessary, and then also protecting them from overheating once the sun does come back out. So what about the accessories that go along with some of these row covers? There, there are different types of frames that you can buy. This is um, specifically helpful if you have crops that are getting larger. They're sort of pressing up against the row cover, which may be sort of deforming the leaves or deforming the plant, or it's pushing, uh, putting pressure on the frost cloth or the row cover and maybe causing punctures. You may need to consider creating these little low tunnels or A-frames, both of which can be designed either with PVC piping or with wood or with flexible wire. Um, you can get electric fence wire. You can use 9-gauge wire. Um, there are all kinds of places that you can buy these prefabricated. You can go to the garden supply store if you are ordering online, generally um, any online supplier who is selling frost protection or insect barrier or shade cloth is going to sell also the supports and the anchors. 
So it's very typical for there to be either these hoop loops, which um, create sort of a square frame. Um, you can just buy those. You can also buy the wire support hoops that are a round sort of half moon shape that you press down into the ground and it creates a little low tunnel. Um, but again, you can just go and buy things from the hardware store to be able to make these things. You can also use um, PVC. Uh, in that instance, if you're going to use PVC, I recommend also creating some clamps for the PVC. So if you say you have a half inch PVC pipe and you're bending those into the shape of a low hoop um, for a small tunnel, then you're going to want to get like a three quarter inch PVC and be able to create a snap that can snap over top of the PVC only because the PVC is slick. And so your row cover may have a tendency to shift a little bit if it's just laying across the top of those hoops and they may move around and may not stay in place. So, you know, you always want to have some sort of a clamp um, to keep it in place if you're using if you're using PVC. Generally, the wire supports don't necessarily need to um, have any sort of clips that go with them if you are staking them into the ground properly and keeping the uh, the, the covers tight. Um, speaking of keeping the covers tight, there's other ways that you can do that rather than just using, you know, like I said before, bricks or, or rocks or whatever. Um, there are pins, anchoring pins there. They look like big staples, um, that you can use that will secure, the fabric, the row cover, um, into the ground. There are also these really fancy, um, hand pegs. Um, if you're using like a really heavy frost cloth and you have a tendency or you, a plan to, to keep it out, um, all winter long, those might be a better idea because they are just very, very sturdy, but they can all be very expensive. So, I don't recommend going out and buying all of this stuff, even though all the pictures look really, really cool and it gives you a great idea of all these different little tunnels that you could have all over the place. Start slow. So either go on to one of the online retailers and I will, I'll put a couple of links to a couple of different places that provide uh, these different row cover fabrics and the, uh, the different um, shade cloths. Um, but, you know, you can usually your local garden center will sell it in smaller pieces. If you don't need a whole roll, you can get smaller pieces that are just meant for maybe your raised bed. These little hoop type things do work really, really well in raised beds. If you can design a raised bed to where it is the right width for a PVC hoop to go over the top of it that just sort of stays there or can be put in place very quickly. And then you have whatever row cover you're going to use as a frost protection or an insect barrier to float over the top of it that can just be removed whenever you don't need it anymore. It's very tidy. It makes it very easy to get into. You can do the same thing in your in-ground beds um, throughout the season. And you can also do this in pots and containers. It's a little bit easier sometimes too in the pots because you just need a very, very small piece that you can sort of just drape over top and then either make it long enough to where you can tuck those ends underneath the pot itself or you can tuck it in to the, the pot between 
the pot edge and the soil to keep it in place. Or you can use binder clips too if, if you can get those really big binder clips to keep it attached to the sides of the container. Anything that is going to, if you're keeping it, you know, if you're trying to protect from frost, keep the heat in. Or if you're trying to protect from insects, keep the insects out. Anything that you can secure it with, the better. Thanks for joining me on this Focal Point Friday. I'll be back again on Tuesday for another regular episode of the Just Grow Something podcast. So until next time, my gardening friends, keep on cultivating that dream garden, and we'll talk again soon.